Welcome to Your Hair Made Simple Podcast, where you're encouraged to embrace your natural hair with clarity, confidence, and courage. I'm your host, Shannon, and I'm so excited for our very first episode. Um, with me today, I have my good friend, Kristen, and we're going to be chatting about beginning your journey of going natural. And Kristen is the person that inspired me to go natural. She is a hardworking mom to a lovely three-year-old. She is a business owner of Consulting with Kay, a travel agency, and she's an HR manager, soon to be director because we're speaking it into existence. And I'm so happy to just have her with me today. I've been natural for over a decade and she's been a big part of that. So Kristen, I will turn it over to you. Introduce yourself. Tell us a little about yourself and your natural hair journey. Hello. Hello. I feel like we should have some, you know, applause in the background. <laughs> no, I'm super excited to be here. Um, I've watched you grow in your natural hair journey. So seeing this come to like fruition for you, because it's been a goal of yours, is really nice. Um, but yeah, I think you pretty much hit my bio fairly well. Um, like, like Shannon said, I'm a mom. It's your busy three-year-old. Her name's Seven. Um, I have my own business, which is called Consulting with Kay. Um, I basically help people who want to experience the world on a budget do so. Um, so if you're interested, I'll have all my details available for you there. Um, and then, yeah, like Shannon said, I'm also an HR benefits manager claiming to be a director here in the near future. Um, and I have been natural well over a decade. I think I've started my natural hair journey my sophomore year in high school. So that's why I am today. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about like your natural hair journey. Like you started in high school and I know for me, I started mm -hmm. in college and I remember being in high school. I personally didn't see that many people being natural. Right. And we're talking about like the later 2000s. <laughs> crazy because but yeah so talk a little bit about like just starting that journey what was the thing that really prompted you to take that step um looking back like when I was younger my mom took my sister and I to get our hair done like every two weeks we were in the shop and I'm talking like perm edges laid like not a curl out of out of place um, but I wasn't into like my hair. I didn't really care what it looked like. Yeah. Was one thing for sure, like I was just really into straight hair. I hated curls. So even as my mom getting my hair done, I hated curls. I'm like, I don't want big hair. It's weird, like straight hair only. Um, and so fast forward to high school and just being around other people and more culture or diversity rather mm -hmm. um, and people wearing their hair out and their curls being so pretty and people not really caring like if a curl was out of place I was super I'm super type a about my hair at this point um, and so my sister went away to school and then she came back and her hair was down her back and we we have a fairly good grade of hair I would say you know based on my own standards um, her hair was down her back and I'm like, whoa, what did you do? Like, what type mm. of magic? <laughs> I didn't get so long because it was not that long when you left. Um, but she decided that she was just going to wear sew-ins. She wanted to um, protect her hair from the heat, the humidity, all the things. She was yeah. in Florida at the time. And she was just like, I don't, I didn't want to deal with my hair. So I got a sew-in. And I want to say she wore sew-ins maybe like two to three years straight obviously doing her maintenance as needed yeah and that's how she grew her hair out and I was like wow like I don't have to use chemicals 
to make my hair flourish mm-hmm. and be pretty to my standards. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't have to do all of these things. I can figure it out on my own. Um, and so sophomore year, I was like, mom, I'm not getting a perm again. And she was like, huh? And I was like, I'm going to learn to wash and blow dry and straighten my hair and all these things. Um, and so my aunt is the one who actually taught me how to use the the curling iron and the hot the hot comb at the time. Um, yeah. And my mom, she was a big influence in teaching me how to properly clean my hair. Like I could not yeah. get the shampoo part down and my scalp. I would just remember like yeah. I'm blow drying my hair and I'm like, where are these toys coming from? Like I just wash my hair. So that I feel like that's really important in your natural hair journey because like we're always refreshing our curls or refreshing our style, even with me having braids in, conditioning mm-hmm. my scalp, mm-hmm. my protective mm-hmm. style. So there's so much product buildup and things of that nature. I just I couldn't figure it out. And I was like, mom, I need help. So that's where my story started. I mean, man, there's so much there. I think one, just being at a, in a diverse environment where you saw like other people with curly hair, right? Because even- right just seeing other curly hair out there in the world, like having that is kind of like, okay. Cause they think outside of the black community, there's a lot of stigmas around curls in the world. Right. But like being in a space where you were able to see like curly hair and then like have your Mm -hmm. sister come home and she's wearing sew-ins. Right. So like sew-ins, I mean, they still present straight. Right. But like knowing that her hair underneath it was thriving and that there was, a different way to do things that it didn't mm-hmm. always have to be the way that you were presented for it to be exactly. is like really powerful and impactful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I'm just thinking about you saying like you were in the chair every two weeks. Cause I too was in that. My mom, like religiously stopped doing my hair when I was like two or three and she was like, all right, yeah. we're taking you to the <laughs> shop. And I think how, yeah, to the, to the salon because we don't know right and I think for so many of our parents they're just like doing what they knew to do and like what they were trained to do and like we inherit those things as well and so like that informs our beauty standards until we see something different your aunt that taught you how to do like did she just know all that stuff herself I'm curious so um, the women in my family gray very early and mine is tucked in this braid. So <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, but um, the women in my family gray fairly early. And so she'd been dyeing her hair since mm. before I can remember. Okay. And so dyeing as well as perming and just like seeing her um, straighten her hair and take care of her hair. I was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. So um, I can remember vividly one weekend we went over there. And this was during the time that I was transitioning, just trying to figure out what to do with my hair. And so I I feel like everyone, when they start out on their natural journey, they're just like, oh, let me try being a straight natural. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm going to grow out the perm and still press it out. And so that was me at the time. Yeah. And so she literally was like guiding me to do each section, not taking the pieces too big to make sure it was straight enough for me. Cause remember I only wanted straight hair at the time. Yeah, still. Um, so just kind of taking me through that and then really making sure that we use quality products Yeah, because as you know, being a natural humidity is not your friend. So you can straighten your hair and open the door and you have an Afro again. Like you just wasted all of that yeah. time. 
Um, so that was, I feel like that's, that's where I started, you know, using the um, flat irons and things of that nature. Yeah. And that's, yeah, so funny that like everybody, ha there's those different phases, right? Like some people just do a big chop and some people are like, yep. I'm not ready yet. So let's just phase it on out, which all of them are beautiful, right? Because you're just choosing yeah. to do something and you're choosing to start. Um, yeah. And I know like when we met each other, you did a flat twist on my head for the first time. And I was like, who knew such things were possible? <laughs> and funny enough, I learned how to do that my senior year. I could not, I couldn't even do like a two strand. I couldn't get it. Like I was like, my wrists don't work. And my mom was like, just be patient. We blew my hair out and she literally guided my hands to do the flat twist. So I learned that literally a year before I met you. <laughs> and then you did it for me. And that's how people get free. Okay. We're just passing literally. along the little steps <laughs> that we know. Cause then I went home that summer after our freshman year and was like, I'm gonna try my own flat twist and I had my best friend Paige yeah. and then she ended up like growing her hair out and like it's just so funny how that trickle effect really really works with people for sure for sure so as the years have gone on right because like I've seen mm -hmm. your hair in like many different phases for those who are listening and watching she's seen her hair in many different phases she's in braids right now like yeah. wearing the curls and all of these things so like what has choosing to embrace your natural hair meant to you over time? Like going from that place of starting, but still wanting it to be straight to where you are now? Um, I think the simplest answer to that question is just breaking the beauty standards, right? Like finding out what works for your hair, whether, like you said, that's chopping it all off or transitioning slowly but surely and funny enough I've big chopped like twice now <laughs> or maybe three times in my yeah. natural hair journey but you know just really understanding that it's hair and you know just as we look at things mm -hmm. like makeup um it's an enhancement right yeah. we make it what it should be and I don't think that anybody can tell me how I should wear my hair like if I don't want it to be super defined one day it's not gonna be super defined i'm just gonna yep. put a headband on or i'm gonna let it be free or if i want to take more time and have my curls super defined then i'm gonna do that but that's based on me and my hair and where i am in that present moment in life yeah no i think that's so true and honestly even getting to embracing those different phases right because it takes yeah. time like you said it's been a journey like mm -hmm. at first you just want it straight and then you're like okay maybe I can embrace a little curl and it's like maybe it doesn't even need to be defined today like exactly. maybe I'll just wear these twists out and each new phase is fun and you talked about big chopping like two to three times yeah. so tell us a little bit about that like what was the influence behind that or was it just looking for a change what was happening yeah so the first time, so I transitioned and I slowly cut the perm. Mm -hmm. Everything was perfect, right? I was like, oh, I got my, like, I'm doing it. I went home my, was it sophomore year of college? Yes. Sophomore year of college, went home for summer. And I was like, oh, mom, I want to do some color. Like, I was still at home. Or no, it was after freshman year going into sophomore year. I was like, oh, mom, I want some color. Yeah. And, you know, during that time, so we went to college in 2011, 2012. That was our freshman year. So right. 2013, um, beauty and natural hair was huge on YouTube, right? Yep. Like, we went to YouTube for every single thing. Like, oh, 
I want to try a, a middle part or a side part. Let me see what this influencer is doing. So I got the color bug. And I was like, ooh, I'm in a Dharma room. Mm-hmm. But living in Atlanta, you know how prices are. You know how stylists are. They're like out the wazoo with costs. Yeah. And so I was like, I'm just going to get a box dye. I'm going to get a box dye. My mom was like, do not do this. Like, no. I'm telling you. So I'm in the bathroom. And I'm putting it on and I'm like, oh, it's it's great. It, everything's fine. And I went blonde. I didn't even try to like Ooh, do a red it, yeah. or something, you know, something. So I went blonde. I washed my hair and I kid you not, it looked like I had heat damage from years and years and years, like just straight. And I was like, oh, I just ruined my hair. So I went through the summer and I was like, it'll revert. That's what the YouTube girls are saying. Just keep it moisturized keep you it hydrated it'll revert it did not revert and mm-hmm. i before i came to school i was like yeah. let's just cut it off let's just cut it all off and i didn't do like you know the full on fade chop i just kind of like cut where the damage started and it was a cute little mini afro and i was like i could probably do something with this um, so that was the first time. And then the second time I actually big chopped was after I had my daughter um, yeah. due to postpartum and just like a whole mental shift. I won't even put yeah. it all on postpartum shedding because it really wasn't that bad. Um, but I was just like, just cut it. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut it off. It wasn't damaged or anything. There were spots that were thinning, um, but I didn't really care at the time. I was like, I want something new. I want to yeah. be refreshed in my hair journey whatever that looks like um and then this recent time <laughs> which i just told you about <laughs> um right before these braids actually the last time i had them i had boho braids in mm. and you know most of us yes. who wear braids you can see where your hair stops i can't really tell and i was literally ready to take the braids out because my scalp was itching and i'm like oh i need to get my my scalp cleansed yeah. So I'm rushing through the process. I chopped the left side of my hair off. And the other, the rest of my hair is on my back. And I'm like, oh, no. And my spouse was like, well, what do you want to do? And I was like, girl, even No, there's one option and one option only. So we evened it out there. And I don't know if I'll call that a big chop because it wasn't like, it wasn't like it was up to here above my ear, my ear or anything. It was still shoulder length, but still there was a difference. So that's why I say two to three times in my big chop situations. <laughs> yeah. I think that's important for people to hear, though, because sometimes I think people feel like when you go natural, it's like just this continuous like upward trajectory, right? Like my hair is just going to be perfect. There's never going to be any issues. But like... Yeah it's an iterative journey and there's different challenges that come and even some things that you know, right? Like sometimes stuff just happens. Like sometimes it's random. Like sometimes you accidentally cut off a piece of your hair. Sometimes you go back into a candle fire like I did (laughs) on Thanksgiving, you know? We're not going to talk about it. (laughs) But you get it chopped off and you keep pushing. And like, and I think it helps like if you've been in the journey for a while, like you have that mindset curated. But if you go in knowing kind of like, it's my hair. Like I'm going to yeah. try some things. Hopefully these things work out great. Like in, in a lot of times it will, like your hair is going to look beautiful. And even on the days that you might not feel like it looks beautiful, it still probably looks amazing because we're all our biggest yeah. critics. And then sometimes we're going to try something and learn something new and have to hit a reset. And all yeah. of those things like 
are okay and they're part of the journey and it doesn't make you like a bad natural or anything like that because we're all you know like really just learning and figuring things out at our own pace literally like just thinking back to where we were in college like i said earlier we were youtube junkies like trying out so many different styles and i feel like um there is a part of 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 women in the natural hair community that feel like the big chop is like their initiation into whatever transformation they're looking for but for someone who is um like in our in or was in our position trying to figure it out I can vividly remember going to Salt Lake City, Utah in June of this year, and a young girl saw me, and this was the first time I wore my hair. I usually don't wear my hair during the summer, but I had it out, and she looked like she may have been in high school, and she was in the, on the natural hair aisle, and she was just standing there like, okay, what do I get? What do mm-hmm. I do? And I'm in there. I was like, I just need some oil because I got to moisturize my skin real quick, you know, I was yeah. like, um, so I was just going in there to get some some moisturizing oil, and she looked at me and she said, "Oh my goodness, how did you get your hair like that? Huh. Where did you start?" And I was just, yeah. I was floored. Like people always make comments about my natural hair, but I just, you know, thank you. I give my little comment and I go on. And so in that moment, I felt like I really had to uplift her. Yeah. Um, because she 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 went and told me her story. Her mom is black, her dad is white, so she's mixed. Mm. She's in a community um, where it's not mixed, and she doesn't get to see other people with their curls out. So when she said that, I was like, okay, that makes sense as to why she said what she said when she saw me. But sometimes we just have to like uplift people and let them know like their hair is their journey and yeah. no one else's, and like. Yeah. For one, and this is probably bad to say, but if a problem is not well, take the product back. Look like, at your money she back. Had a, yeah, you know, it's, it's a life. Like, it, that's not bad. To, we are saving coins and saving <laughs> lives and saving hair all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're supposed. I mean, they'll take it back. I, I told her the products that I use and I'm not really big into like the whole hair typing thing, but if I had to categorize my hair, it is in the three, no, three C four A family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said, well, these are the products that work for me. And what I want you to do is go home, shampoo, condition, style it the way that you want, want to wear your hair. And if you see that they're not working, maybe they caused an allergic reaction or maybe the products don't mesh well because that is also a thing, bring them back and just keep trying and keep trying until you figure out what works for you. And so that's my advice for anybody right now that's new on their journey, in the middle of their journey, who's seasoned in their journey and they're Mm -hmm. like, I feel like I'm starting all over again. Yeah, it's like it's hair. It's gonna do what it does, just like our bodies. As long as we're taking care of it, so shampooing, conditioning, moisturizing, all the things, getting your trims. I'm bad on that, so I'm gonna say it again: <laughs> getting your trims when your stylist recommends, yeah. or when yeah. you notice, you know, something off. Yes, I want to kind of like shift a little bit too, because you mentioned like one of your big chops being part of your experience of motherhood, right? And like mm-hmm. becoming a mm-hmm. mom. Um, and I think people hear about it. Like I know I'm not a mom, but I hear all the time about like the changes that come to your hair and also yeah. just like how having a kid and like managing their hair can like influence your perspective. So I'm curious, just like 
your thoughts on how your motherhood journey has impacted your mm-hmm. hair journey and also just like being a mom to a daughter yeah. who also has hair. A lot of hair. <laughs> a lot of hair. She has a lot of hair. Um, I would say because this was, this, she's obviously my first child. And so for me, I didn't, I won't say that I didn't listen to people when they gave advice prior to her arriving. Um, but I didn't listen to people, you know, I didn't want to take what worked for them and try to make it work for me while I'm dealing with other things, trying to breastfeed, trying to learn my baby, trying to get into a rhythm of a schedule, which is non-existent from (laughs) zero to one. Um, you know, so just trying to figure out all those things I feel like was probably the hardest. Mm -hmm. So. One of the things that I know for a fact helped reduce the amount of shedding that I had yeah. was continuing my prenatal vitamins. Um, I kept my hair in a protective style. Like if I took the if I took the braids out or whatever style I decided on, it was for a month, and that was to let my hair breathe, get it trimmed, continue to keep it moisturized, and things of that nature. Um, and so. After that, like I said, it wasn't damaged or anything. I just felt like I needed to switch something up. I needed something to make me feel good. Mm -hmm. And one of those things was remembering how I felt when I first big chop. Like when I first big chop, I was kind of sad. But at the same time, I was like, ooh, short, curly hair to play with. Yeah, Let's figure out what to do with that. And so... In, in those moments where I felt overwhelmed with motherhood, um, maybe I felt like I couldn't talk to any about anybody about what I was dealing with, I played in my hair outside of having a protective style. And so, you know, again, just reverting back to what I knew about my vitamins, I really kept taking my vitamins because my OB was like, you take your vitamins. And I was like, <laughs> okay. We'll do it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just, just continue to take those, but you know, I know some people who literally, like I said, go fade when, when they become a mom, because it is, it's a lot of work. Like, you know, you have your mini me, whether it's a boy or a girl, they came out of you. Like they know your cues, they know when you're sad, they know what you're feeling, all the things. And so, um, for me, it was, it was really important to make sure that I showed up for myself during that time. And my hair played a big part of that. I think that's so beautiful. Like our hair can just really be a part of our healing journeys for ourselves because it's a part of us, right? And like for you to not be sure like what other outlets you have, but to be able to look to yourself and like identify your hair as like Mm -hmm. a space of reprieve, right? Right. Like a space of kind of like comfort, a familiarity too, but also a fun like for it to be able to do all of those things for you in a time where it sounds like, you know, like you needed that, like that's really powerful. Yes. Yes. I I don't know what, I don't know why my hair became the topic because I was super excited. You know, most moms, they grow their hair out while they're pregnant. I'm like, Oh, my hair's gonna be down my back. (laughs) And fuller but I'm like I already have full hair like yeah what's next and so <laughs> cutting it off with that <laughs> not being like you gave me the thing but this isn't what I wanted so we gotta hit the reset no yeah <laughs> exactly 
Oh man. Um, all right. Well, as we're getting ready to wrap down, what final thoughts? I know you gave some really good tips earlier on like people that are considering going natural. Um, so I'll Mm -hmm. add to that, like final thoughts for those that are considering starting their natural journey or like even new moms that are kind of Mm -hmm. trying to recalibrate for their hair and their natural journey. Just what are some final thoughts that you would share with them as we wrap? Yeah, um, I'm going to go back to my social media days. I I don't know how popular YouTube is anymore, but I know TikTok is jumping. So (laughs) if you need some, I use social media as inspiration, right? Like I currently want to dye my hair. And so I was like, let me me try out the red color in braids before Mm -hmm. I commit Mm -hmm. to the color. Mm -hmm. So I love protective styles for that particular reason. Like if you're not ready to go all the way and do something permanent, do a a protective style, whether that's a sew-in, a wig, braids, twists, whatever your thing is, I think that's the perfect time and perfect opportunity for you to play around with those things. Again, like I said, it's hair. It will change, you will change. Um, when you have children, you'll go through their natural hair journey with them. Like they don't care. They just want to roll around on the floor and play with all their toys. Like they don't care. But in think like in this conversation, I'm just thinking back to the way that Seven's hair has changed like literally every year since she's been born. So I'm like, what do I do with it? Yeah. Do I in ponytails? Do I braid it? So I taught myself how to braid her hair. And so now she loves wearing her hair in braids. She's like, I want my hair like mommy. And so, you know, those little That's tiny so things. Yeah. yeah, you have to find the joy in the little tiny things, especially when it comes to your hair. I know I mentioned I have a very long gray strand in the front of my hair right now, <laughs> which I'm trying to hide. But it's something to embrace because I've always said, when I go gray, that's it. I'm not dying it. I'm not cutting it out. Yeah. It's just gonna be gray. So I feel the same. Take it from there. You know, like it's like a part of you. X Men. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Period. <laughs> so you know, embrace embrace those changes, and what you do with your hair is who you are. Like, just embrace you, and whatever that looks like. Yeah. Whether it's um, straight hair, straight naturals, whether it's afro like straight afro out um or a twist out or whatever you you know want it to be that's you like nobody can can take that away from you especially i have to piggyback on this especially in the work in the workplace yeah your hair does not speak to your capabilities in the workplace so if you want to have red hair go for it sis you want to have red hair, go for it, sis. And I just want to double back on what you said about like using social yeah. media for inspiration. Get inspired. Mm-hmm. Find some new things and be willing to test it and be okay with how it comes out on your hair. On your hair, you not trying to like match, just looking for inspiration, but not saying it has right. to come out exactly like there. So I think that's like a really good tip and just find the joy in in learning your hair and doing what yes. works for you. Okay. Exactly. Well, Kristen, our last question if you could say one affirmation to your hair right now, what would you say? Oh, and I think this probably has something to do with my workout from this morning. Okay. But girl, you are strong. 
period. That's what I would say to my hair. Girl, you are strong. So, come on. Again, I dyed my hair blonde. It broke off. I cut it off. All the things. I went to postpartum shedding. Cut it off. All the things. And I cut my own hair off. Like, (laughs) you're strong, girl. Like, it's okay. (laughs) It is strong. It is resilient. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Awesome. Well, Kristen, thank you so much for joining today for our very first episode. I hope that you all enjoyed listening and remember that all hair is good hair and your hair is good hair. Until next time. See y'all later. (laughs) Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, be sure to subscribe and hit the follow button. Leave us a review letting us know what part of the episode resonated with you and share this episode with a friend who you think might also enjoy being a part of the conversation. And if you're located in the Atlanta area, be sure to check out the details on our live podcast episode recording coming up on Sunday, October 22nd, where we'll be interviewing a licensed cosmetologist to chat about how to best care for our hair in the stylist chair as well as away from the stylist chair. We'll also be doing a bonus healthy hair mindset facilitation where we'll curate love for our natural hair through personal reflection. We hope to see you there. And until then, you can give us a follow on social media at Your Hair Made Simple. And thank you for being a part of our community. Mm